0: Welcome in to another episode of the Motor Car Marketplace Podcast. On today's show, I selected the vehicle that I did, the Lamborghini Gallardo, because of one of two reasons. First, the uh, Lamborghini has just introduced their Terzo Millennio concept car, which I'm sure we won't see as an actual production vehicle. They've even said that it won't be a production vehicle. And as a matter of fact, really, it was just a hype video about what Lamborghini could do in the future as far as electronic cars go, or electric hybrid cars, sort of like the McLaren P1, the uh, Porsche 918 Spyder, and the Ferrari LaFerrari. So what those companies have done, and Lamborghini is trying to show what they can do as well. But uh, the main reason why I selected the Lamborghini Gallardo to do uh, this show over is because I have actually driven one, and that was a phenomenal experience, which I will talk about at the end of the show. So uh, right now, let's just get to it. I will uh, familiarize yourselves if you are not very uh, familiar or knowledgeable about the Lamborghini Gallardo. Uh, it was produced from 2004 to 2014, so it had a decade-long run. And during that time, about 14,250 Gallardos were made. And of, the, uh, of those around 14,000, about only 3% of them were manual transmissions, so I've read. I don't. There, of course, like the uh, Ferrari F430, there are no actual public production figures, especially when it comes to uh, manual transmission models. So that is a shame. But this is a vehicle that has had a ton of updates over the years. And as a matter of fact, uh, Lamborghini Gallardo's. There are about twenty-five different variations of them, ranging from uh, prototypes, race cars, special editions uh and even police cars for the local area so the Lamborghini Gallardo has had a ton of separate updates and changes and you could purchase one that really a a regular Lamborghini Gallardo almost not even a regular one anymore it's a little little exclusive if it isn't a super or super trofeo version but anyway i will uh, just highlight a couple of those major updates and what the base car came with and the years that changed for it so The Lamborghini Gallardo released in 2004 originally came with a 500 horsepower 5 liter V10 engine Uh, And then in 2006 they decided that that wasn't enough so they gave it 513 horsepower As well as a lower gear ratio as well or lower gearing uh, Which is an update that really improved the vehicle and made a lot of uh, buyers very happy with Lamborghini Uh, and also in 2006 the Spider, or as Americans know it, the convertible version was introduced and that could also be had with a manual transmission. Uh, For 2008, they introduced the first ever Gallardo Superleggera version, which Superleggera is just super lightweight. uh, And it reduced the base Gallardo's weight by 220 pounds and added 10 horsepower. So it was a lighter car and a faster car at that. and with this vehicle, the uh, buyers were given the e-gear, which is the automatic transmission as standard, uh, but buyers could also uh, swap out for manual transmission. However, I'm not really sure how common a manual transmission Gallardo is. I don't think that any came out after 2009, uh, so that is a very um, rare vehicle, and I've yet to see if any have actually been sold like that. Uh, And then in 2009, this was probably the largest facelift for the Lamborghini Gallardo as it received a brand new engine. It actually got a 5.2 liter V10, which began the run of what are known as the LP models. So after 2009, Lamborghini uh, started introducing the Gallardo LP 550-2, the LP 560-4, and various things. Um, And this engine produced a minimum of 550 horsepower horsepower. And up to 570 horsepower if you got the Superleggera or the Super Trofeo versions. Uh, and this engine is also the uh, it is the goodness of the 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 vehicle skipping my mind right now. The uh, it is the engine that's shared with the Audi R8. I can't believe I forgot that, but it is the engine that's shared with the Audi R8 and is a very coveted engine, a very good engine and uh, quality engine at that, very reliable is probably a better word for that since there are so many of them made there are plenty of users that have had experience working with this car Uh, unfortunately though after 2009 the manual transmission vehicles uh, started to become far and far more bleak Uh, so if you want a manual transmission garoto odds are you're going to get a 2008 or older car instead of a 2009 or newer just because that's when people almost solely went to the E-year. I know there are a couple, uh, like the Balbonis and such, that uh, some of them actually have a manual transmission, but again, it's extremely hard to find. And if it's a post-2009 Gallardo, then you are more than likely going to have a... um, e-gear or automatic transmission as opposed to a manual transmission which is a shame but as we all know that is the world that we live in today so like the f430 there are no Lamborghini Gallardo values listed on the Hagerty website and because of this i'll just give you a price uh price guide myself at the end of this episode there is lots of skepticism about whether or not these vehicles have actually hit their trough or trough yet or not Uh, I think that they have bottomed out, but we won't actually see a rise in values until probably the end of the Huracan's uh, production run, and then maybe even longer than that. I I do certainly think that the manual transmission vehicles will go up in value before the e-gear vehicles do. And currently, just like the F430, the manual transmissions do command a premium as opposed to the e-gear automatic transmission vehicles. Um, Another thing I actually saw when I was uh, doing research on these cars is that owners seem to drive these quite a bit. I mean, it is not uncommon to see a Gallardo with more than 35,000 miles on it, which is actually really neat to see and probably very uh, calming to see, or at least it eases the nerves when you're trying to buy one of these because you will understand that a lot of owners have taken these vehicles above 30,000, 40,000 miles, and these engines can clearly handle that uh, kind of mileage and maintenance and all that won't be too terrible Uh, but again it is a supercar so that is something to keep in mind. Uh, While researching these though I had to sift through a ton of these listings to try and find just truly manual transmission cars because for some reason car dealers do not list that a vehicle is a manual transmission or they list it's a manual transmission when in fact it's an automatic and there are I mean, shoot, about 90% of the dealers that say it is a manual transmission, then you look at it and it's got paddle shifters and all that garbage on you, You're like, oh, okay, well, it's really not a true manual transmission vehicle like they said it was. So that is extremely frustrating. But anyway, uh, the most expensive one that I found was a white 2013, so a post 2009 update vehicle. Uh, so it was a white 2013 LP560 2 manual transmission vehicle, and it was a 50th anniversary edition at that, uh, with only 5,500 miles at the well-revered dealer in Linwood, Washington, known as Cat's Exotics. And this vehicle was going for just $214,000, which compared to some of the uh, F430s that are in that category is substantially less. And that was really nice to see uh, that these vehicles aren't, I mean, well, yes, it is almost a, a quarter of a million dollars for a vehicle at least It's a fifth of a million dollars for a car. It is still quite a lot of money, but it's not as bad as some of the other cars. And that may just be because the Gaia's production was so high. Uh, but since it's a 560-2, it's a little interesting because the 560 obviously means the horsepower. So it has 560 horsepower. Then dash 2 means that it's rear-wheel drive and not four-wheel drive. If it was a dash 4, it mean, it was four-wheel drive. So that is uh, a little bit different because majority of the 560s were four wheel drive vehicles and this 560 is just a rear wheel drive vehicle. So I think that adds to the exclusivity of it as well as the fact that it's a 50th anniversary edition. So again, a 2013 LP 560-2 50th anniversary edition for $214,000 at Cats Exotics. Um, That seems like a fair price to me. I mean, yes, it's the only manual I can find above $200,000, $200,000, but it is a very coveted vehicle at that and then another note here is that Beverly Hills Porsche Actually has a basically an identical one. I mean it has white exterior black interior same mileage all of that uh, And it's going for the exact same price as well So I found that very interesting again. These are the only two cars that I could find that were uh, 2009 or later Gallardo's in a manual transmission Then, on the other end of the spectrum, the cheapest Gallardo I could find with a manual transmission was a silver 2004 uh, Gallardo with 41,600 miles. So, obviously, this person, the previous owner, got to drive it a ton. Uh, And this car is for sale at Jordan Motor Cars in San Antonio, Texas for $85,000. As you may guess, from the mileage, it isn't the cleanest Gallardo in the world, though, as it is certainly a driver, maybe even a fair fair, a fair a uh, quality vehicle. Uh, but for $85,000, that's not a bad price at all, especially for a manual Gallardo. I'm sure it needs a little bit of maintenance as far as the uh, engine and all that go, but that is not a bad, uh, bad price for that quality of a vehicle. Um, but the interior was just a little rough. It, it certainly does need a little bit of... Some love and care, but it, it for for what it's asking. If you could get it for eighty thousand dollars, I think that's a good buy. And just keep the the maintenance up on it, and make sure that nothing um, sinks up on you, and just keep it under under good wraps. If you want to drive it a ton, I probably wouldn't recommend that because you don't want to be sitting there with an eighty thousand mile Gallardo and something goes wrong. Uh, uh, the most notable of these Gallardos that I found, though, was one for sale. At a dealership called dream city auto sales who claimed to be the number one diesel truck dealer in oregon with 150 gas and diesel trucks and trucks was spelled in all caps there for some reason so you know they emphasize that they sell trucks as well as the fact that they have a low apr rate uh but anyhow this guy this dealer has a 2013 gallardo spider lp 560 with just 5350 miles on it and asking price of $170,000 uh, and they actually had it listed as a manual but really it was an e-gear so I fell for that trick as well as I thought this was a true manual then you review the pictures and under closer examination you find out that's an e-gear so that was something that really uh, upset me but I was very surprised to see that such a dealer had a, uh, a high-quality vehicle since their used car section had vehicles for under 5000 10000 15000 So I'm assuming it's the owner's vehicle or maybe someone he knows and he's selling it for them, but that was just the, the most notable find out of today. Uh, and then as for the middle of these guyardos, these manual transmission guyardos, you will. You could find a pre-2009 Gallardo all day long for the 105 to 130 thousand dollar range, and each of these would have under 30 thousand miles, and some came as low as the low teens, like 11 or 12 thousand dollars or 12 thousand miles. Excuse me, for a, a a Lamborghini Gallardo pre-2009, but with a, tra- a manual transmission, which was very neat. So I'll go ahead and put an example of that up from. Uh, a dealer known as the Calabasas Luxury motor cars onto the show notes page. And I'll go ahead and put all these other listings I've discussed on the show notes page as well. Hopefully those examples gave you a good idea of what to expect for as far as pricing goes for a manual Lamborghini Gallardo. And now I'll just give out my pricing estimates. Um, for a fair one, I would expect to spend of under $90,000. The one at Jonathan's in San Antonio appeared to be in some loving, but was certainly a good a good driver, uh, but it, I would say that falls under the fair category as far as supercars go. Uh, for a good condition manual Gallardo, I would expect to spend between $100,000 and $110,000. Uh, I think there were a couple for you dollars know, $109,000 $100, with around 30,000 miles on them that were in manual transmissions uh, and in pretty decent shape. So that would be what I expect to spend as far as a good quality one. For excellent, I would expect to spend about one hundred fifteen dollars to $140,000. You could definitely get a great one for $130,000, $140,000. And then a Concourse level, uh, pre-2009 Gallardo, I'd expect to spend about $150,000 or more just for one that was stowed away in someone's garage and never driven, kept in immaculate condition. Uh, now, if this was an LP manual transmission vehicle, so 2009 or newer, I would expect those values to be risen about a hundred uh, about fifty thousand dollars more so i would expect an lp manual command about fifty thousand dollar premium just over the 2008 variations of it just because they're so incredibly rare and sought after uh, especially if it was a Balbon- balboni edition one with under uh five thousand miles i would expect this is command a very very strong premium so uh, 2008 or earlier are certainly cheaper than the 2009 ones, but if it's a 2009 or newer, expect those to command about fifty thousand dollar premium. But again, they rarely ever go up for sale, so it's kind of tough to decide how much more they are actually worth. As far as my thoughts go on the actual Gallardo itself, since this is a vehicle I've gotten uh been able to drive before, been fortunate enough to drive before, I do have a couple opinions about it, uh, and to give you a little bit of a backstory, I got to drive a 2004 Lamborghini Gallardo, uh, and it was actually my friend's dad's car, and he handed me the keys for a little bit in exchange for watching it a couple times, so that was a very cool experience. I certainly loved uh, showing it off to my friends every chance I got. Uh, it was an Oroncio Borealis, which is the orange, and I'm sure I've mispronounced that, uh, body car with a painted black top to resemble a bicolore, bicolore edition, um, and it had the e-gear, so it wasn't actual a manual transmission, but the e-gear was still very exhilarating. Uh, for the two hours you got to drive it, I was, I mean, it was just incredible. The speed was immense, and I was elated behind the wheel uh, as much as an 18-year-old boy could be. Uh, it was certainly, uh see those cars as more than worth it for $120,000. I'm sure the LP models are more than worth it as well. But just driving a Lamborghini was one of the, probably top five, top 10 moments of my life. That was just the coolest experience in the world. So uh, if you get the opportunity to do it, I'm more than highly uh, recommend doing it. It is just incredibly, incredibly fun and incredibly cool to do. So that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, The Motor Car Marketplace website will be coming very soon. And that means I will be able to offer marketing services to owners in East Texas, Houston, and Dallas. So please spread the word if you know of someone who's thinking about selling their collector car and may need some help, because I can certainly do that. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. And if you want to follow me personally, I can be found at Law Mac Moore across all social media platforms. Again, my name is actually Mac Moore as well. Uh, if you have a vehicle that you want me to discuss on a future episode, then please let me know. And as always, thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's show. Until then, I'll see you there. Goodbye.